Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. Join me as we dive into episode 52 today and pray our way through Philippians 1, 22 through 26. But before we do that, we're going to open with a bit of what we call worship prayer. This week, we're focusing on the idea that God is omnipotent. Now, omnipotent means that he is able to do all the things, has all the power. It means that he has all the potency that is even possible, all possible power. It comes from a Latin word, and another word, almighty, means exactly the same thing but it comes from Anglo-Saxon origin instead of Latin. Almighty is used 56 times in the Bible and only ever about God because he is only ever the one who has all power. God being omnipotent means for us that nothing, absolutely nothing is too hard for God. We have two verses today that we will be using in this prayer. And they are Mark 10, 27, which says, Jesus looked at them and said, With man it is impossible, but not with God, for all things are possible with God. And Revelation 19, 6, Then I heard something like the voice of a vast multitude, like the sound of cascading waters and the rumbling of loud thunder, saying, Hallelujah, because our Lord God, the Almighty, reigns. Let's pray. You are the Lord God, almighty, all-powerful. Nothing is too hard for you. Nothing is impossible for you. You can do absolutely anything and everything. I honor you today for that. I celebrate as we see kind of this picture of the throne room of heaven and a huge rumbling, loud voices saying, hallelujah, because the Lord God almighty reigns. And we join our voices to that this morning. And we say, hallelujah, the Lord God Almighty reigns, and we sit in awe of your power, of your majesty. You are almighty, and we celebrate that today. I ask as we continue to go through this prayer time that you would guide my words and my thoughts, that you would make everything that happens here be honoring to you. Keep us from anything that might dishonor you. Pray that this would be a celebration to you, that our prayers would be sweet-smelling incense in your throne room this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. We're praying through Philippians, and we are at the end of chapter 1, which comes as a short section of scripture about Paul and his joy in adversity. I said this on Tuesday, that I listened to a sermon that John Piper preached on this passage at one point, and he claimed that if you understand Paul's words here clearly, that your life will truly be changed, that this is the essence of the life of a believer. He's continuing the thought that we read on Tuesday, that to live is Christ and to die is gain. He's explaining that going into a little bit more detail. This is Philippians 1, 22 through 26. Now, if I live on in the flesh... This means fruitful work for me, and I don't know which one I should choose. I am torn between the two. I long to depart and be with Christ, which is far better. But to remain in the flesh is more necessary for your sake. Since I am persuaded of this, I know that I will remain and continue with all of you for your progress and joy in the faith, so that because of my coming to you again, your boasting in Christ Jesus may abound. Let's pray that scripture. Father, Paul is in a first century Roman prison. 
The circumstances there are not what we find ourselves in. Certainly, we've had hardship this year. Certainly, almost no household has not been touched by some kind of trauma this year. But if Paul can have joy in the middle of imprisonment in first century Rome, then certainly we can too. And here's his secret to it. And I ask that you would soften our hearts, embed this in our hearts in a way that closes that gap between what we believe and our experience in life, where we will understand so completely the joy that Christ brings us, that it comes out no matter what our circumstances are. He says that to live is fruitful work, that it is good for the kingdom of God, that he loves his people, that he cares for the Philippian church and others. He's deeply, deeply caring about these people and wants them, let me look for the words, for your progress and your joy in the faith that your boasting in Christ Jesus may abound. Let us look at the people in our lives, the people that we minister to on a daily basis, our families, our friends, anyone we come in contact with. Let us feel about them the way Paul felt about his people, that he cares so much for them, that he knows his work here is fruitful because you're in it, that he would rather stay here, that he struggles to choose, but he would choose love and benefit for those he is ministering to over being with you. Let us also understand that clearly. Embed this into our hearts in such a way that it changes our behavior and our thoughts. That really, what would be absolutely best for me is to be face-to-face in your presence. That that is where real joy is because it comes from being with you. That we would long to depart and be with you and understand that that is far better. And yet know that if this is what you choose for us, If this is where our life is fruitful right now, that we are more than willing to love on your people. Teach us to really appreciate that, that to be with you is better. But this is gold for us right now. Help us to be fruitful in our love for people. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you all so much for joining me in prayer today. If you're watching this broadcast on the Grace and the Gravel Road Facebook page and you found it helpful, you enjoy praying with us and you know someone else who would appreciate it, invite them to join us. Our next session, next prayer broadcast will be next Tuesday. And I would love to have both you and your guests with us at that time. If you're a podcast listener, subscribing to the show and sharing it with a friend will allow more people to get to know about the show so that they can join us in prayer. Praying Scripture is brought to you by Grace in the Gravel Road, who is giving you the truth plus the tools to help you live the life that God wants of you. And I have one announcement today. If you feel distant from God or feel like you're living life but lacking joy, you're surviving, you're just getting by, but you're not thriving, I have made something just for you. It's a behind-the-scenes, get-in-early version of a course teaching you how to live joyfully, how to make your life marked by joy. I'm hosting it in a virtual community week next week of teaching, coaching, and fun at half the cost of what the course will be in the future. You get twice as much because I will be teaching it personally, hanging out with you. It'll be a community experience. It's going to be awesome. For all that information on that, if you're interested, go to graceandthegravelroad.link backslash joy. graceandthegravelroad.link backslash joy. My heart is, as we pray together on these twice-weekly broadcasts, that we will all grow in our prayer lives, that God will use this time to do mighty things in your life and mighty things in my life, and that he will answer these prayers and let us see the answers. But most of all, most of all, I pray that you will fall deeper in love with the God who gave us these words that we are speaking. Amen. Amen.